0: hi this is mary hk Choi, and you're listening to hey cool life a micropod about mental health and creativity it is october 6th and this is episode 158 um it's funny i had to write october 6th and 158 on the gigantic whiteboard that's in my office because I just am in acceptance of the fact that I will never remember those two details um, as I'm going into like a task switch and that is like such an ADHD lack of working memory thing and I'm like only just getting to a place I think two years after being diagnosed where I can just accept that instead of being super, super mad about it or self-gaslighting and being like, no, that does not make sense that you can't remember that. Um, so that's progress, I guess. And then I love the part where it's going to take me another like three weeks to erase it. Um... But the thing is, I have a gigantic whiteboard because, um, it's a great hack. Uh, there is a lot of anecdotal evidence, um, with people with ADHD that we use a a system called the pile system, which we just, like, pile things up, um, and that works in varying degrees of effectiveness. But, um, I have thoughts all the time and so I use post-its and post-it piles don't work for me at all it's just like I'm just gathering and hoarding these things that I feel too um like full of dread to actually go through because I know that it's going to take me a while and it's also going to shift um focus from the thing I'm doing and so like post-its don't work and also like the notes app on my phone doesn't work either because inevitably I call them like nonsensical things and again it's like the format of just the title or the date like does not taxonomically work for me like you know that too is just like a little abyss or like a total oubliette swamp of like forgetting whole um so a whiteboard is amazing for me because it's actually just a post it the size of half my wall <laughs> and so not only can i sort of be pinged on like what something is like I have the full body of the note itself not just a title or date so I can be like oh that's what that is and I can like either like delete it or like you know erase it or circle it and like remind myself to do something about it if it's something that needs to be actionable so yeah like that's just I think I share that not, be- not solely to be like hey use this or whatever but just like to really illustrate how many like (laughs) how very many tiny little systems I set up for myself in total acceptance of what my needs are even when I'm feeling impatient around my needs or it seems fundamentally unfair that like I can't do things that other people can or even like things like feeling like i used to be able to do things and now i can't like i can just accept that my life is bigger <laughs> um there are more things that need my attention and also like i'm trying not to be so harsh on myself like i used to live in like hyper vigilance and like you know like right like um alert after alert after alert after alert to remember something until I was just drowning in them. And so, like, I try not to do that anymore. And so with that, like, there are just little supports that I can figure out and, like, give myself, like... um, Another example is the time. Like, I'm time blind. And again, like... It's funny, like, on one hand, it's like I don't feel shame about it and I feel great about it and I feel this about it and like I know that I have these like neurodivergent spicy needs and that's great and rah rah and we should all discuss it and like obliterate shame and all that stuff but you know that might be how I feel intellectually but then I'll notice that like I will just not accept to myself that something is an issue no matter how many times it comes up and or else like i'll know that i struggle with something and i will also know that other people who are neurodivergent in the same way also tr- like have trouble with it but there is a still a part where i'm like in denial where i still don't think it quite applies to me And sometimes that's like such a moral issue and like a judgment call where I'm like, because that doesn't even make sense or like time blindness, like how is that even a thing? Or like if you really had time blindness, then there would be so many other manifestations of like total disaster in your life. And like, well, you don't have those, so you can't possibly be time blind ipso facto and The truth is like you can have like everything can be on a gradient and so i'm time blind but i also really struggle with having things um on my arms (laughs) like like I, i i recently realized that i hate 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 having wet hands like it's like a sensory um autistic thing but i also really really hate um like things hanging on me like i don't like being pulled i do not like when someone's being affectionate and they're like come here or they like pull me into a hug i'm just like "Ugh, this feels like chainmail. you're so heavy like i want to unburden myself of you by like not being friends with you anymore but like i feel that way about watches they're just heavy and they're like asymmetrical like i think i would actually feel differently if i had a watch on each hand <laughs> or like each wrist but then um Uh, who knows I think I would also hate it like I don't like metal heavy things I'm just like why is this happening so like I need to have a little clock everywhere like a small clock on my desk like in this bathroom in that bathroom in this corner of the living room at this angle that I can see it from like the dining table because I otherwise I'll be I'd be late to everything and I'm in too much like shame and guilt and like apologetic feelings about even existing in order to be late without wanting to like actually die and so which is something I'm working on with my self-esteem so like I just have billions of these little like brawn clocks everywhere and it feels I have judgment around it. I'm like, that feels unwell. It feels so wasteful. I'm like, how much more plastic can you have in your life? Like just use your phone, blah, blah, blah. But I know that my phone doesn't work for me because it's like a portal to the most vanishing time and I'll never be able to extract myself out of it. So like I have these little clocks everywhere and it's something that I give myself. I also have a lot of little baskets that i can like squirrel things away in, because i will never be able to organize them or arrange them but by the end of the day i can at least gather them in the baskets and like the next day i can sort it out if i have bandwidth um and i say all of this to say like you know when i'm like please be gentle please be kind um can you love yourself in whatever moment you find yourself no matter what like i think a lot of that is giving yourself what you need no matter how preposterous it sounds and also trying things with kindness and knowing that if they don't work it's not like a failure and it's not like nothing will work it just means that like maybe you'll have to try something else and like kind of take an L on the money or the shame or like how silly it looked for a while or how silly you felt for a while or the way that your like partner or roommate like like had to navigate around it you know um so yeah and today like I'm really tired my um Sam's family my partner's family even the fact that I said his name just now really feels like an indicator of how tired I am but they're in town staying with us from overseas and you know as with people who have family who live far away it's like I wish we could titrate and see each other for lunch every other if not third weekend but now you know the only sort of visiting modality is just like an entire week in your space all the time and so that's that's hard you know like I again I didn't know this was like a neurodivergent thing or a neuro spicy thing but like I struggle with people having I struggle with having people at my house like and so this does feel like a sustained thing there is some like machinery in my brain that's worrying and like not like quite steaming but it's just extracting energy from me like pretty constantly at this back of my I don't know operating system and so like the way I feel today is also like work is bananas like I shared that the strike is over I'm trying to get ducks in a row I'm doing that thing where I'm in a lot of perfectionism like the whole deal with the writer's strike is that we it's pencils down we're not working but so like but and yet there's a part of my brain again probably with like I don't know like time and like object permanence I don't know but like there's a part of my brain that's in hyperdrive perfectionism where it's like they have been waiting so long for you to show them your work or to like you know like or like in the last five months like you should have shored up your like coffers so now you can prove to them that you're worth working with in the future like rah 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 so like I'm doing a lot of things that like or like tidying and nitpicking, which just completely sends me. And so that's kind of chipping away at my energy as well. And like, so between those things, like I feel like, you know, that really vascular forearm meme of like two arms clasping. And it's like just different, you know, it's like my ADHD, ASD, and like the other things in my life that are making me like so like slight ocd like perfectionism discursive thinking waking up and i think i've shared this like i didn't know you know like you know i barely know what like excitement feels like without it just being blotted out by like the like the solar eclipse of shame and so like i'm like oh i feel gross and then i'm like oh am i excited like i i never know and so sometimes like i just don't know what anxiety is supposed to feel like or even depression but for me and i think this is tied to you know my period which is also like absent of like bleeding because i'm on um hormonal birth control like i have an iud And so a hormonal IUD. Um, And it's probably like another mini pod about like how they last just long enough where I have to get another one before like, anyway. Um, So I say this to say that like, I, when I wake up feeling like two things, it's two things with me. When I wake up feeling like um, everybody is mad at me and that I'm late already, then I know that I'm anxious or depressed. The other part is um, if I wake up, you know, I think I've shared about this on the pod, like when, if I wake up in conversation with people who are not in the room, then I know that these things are up. But when I wake up and I've shared about this also, and I'm cataloging the people in my life and like trying to think of ways to buy them presents, you know, I guess to like get them on mad at me, I don't know, then I know I'm either depressed or anxious. And so like, I have this expectation that it would feel like somatic or like, I don't know, I just have this expectation that depression or anxiety feels differently, but those are the telltale signs for me. And I share this again, not to say that this might be for you, but to say that like, is there a way that you are looking at anxiety and depression through a specific lens be it like you know like neurotypical or like white or like male or like popularized on television or media like maybe it just manifests for you differently and um i i'm just out here saying that is possible and like what does it look like to offer support even if for someone like me like if i was like oh i know i'm depressed when i'm trying when i'm like literally creating like gift lists for people in my life i would have been like no that's insane that's not a thing like that's actually like not that's not in the dsm (laughs) you know like but i know for me like that is actually like a huge indicator um the other thing that I'm really observing which is like both like wild and like sad <laughs> is that like I am really tired, you know, like I feel like again like that some energy is like leeching out of me. Also, it's been unseasonably hot in New York, which totally sends me because it feels like a surprise party like every moment where I'm just like ah and I'm like oh no like I have to not only do my work and like be present with my partner's family but I also have to have the most spectacular time ever because this is like this is bonus summer and like winter is just around the corner you know just all of this stuff and like even that like even it being nice outside is basically like abrading um any reserves i have um which whatever i'm not going to cast judgment on that it is what it is and and so like basically i'm depleted and like i understand too like because of my eating disorder that like my first feeling will always be hunger (laughs) but i really understand that like a pretty close second like maybe like anger and um my anger is kind of up there. I just learned that from my family, hashtag Korean people. But um, you know, like I really feel so scared <laughs> a lot. And I am, I think, pathologically scared of being tired. Like, I when I'm tired, like I just feel so completely unsafe. I feel like everything is a high wire act. I feel like I feel like crying <laughs> like kind of all day, you know? You know when you have that when it's like a yawn or like an old like I don't know, just like this like or or like when you haven't had sex in a really long time. Just like this like pent up feeling like I just have that and carry it around all day and it's like It's because I'm like preemptively depressed and disappointed by how royally I'm gonna fuck up because I'm tired. And like, I don't know, like I actually don't know what this is. I'm a little bit like, okay, so is this inherited? Like, where did you learn this from? Like, you know, like (laughs) reductively and minimally it's probably my mother or my parents, but like I'm like in crisis when I'm tired and it actually doesn't even matter if i can take a nap or go to bed early or anything and i say this to say that i am so fight or flight and also so um roving like i'm just like searching for things like so far in the future that's gonna fuck me up because i'm tired and i need to defend myself and all this stuff and like there was a point last night where my partner was just trying to talk to me about the day and i was so depleted and so tired that i watched myself go through like this wave of like very prickly anger like how dare you talk to me right now like i have finally earned the right to rest and i am taking it and now you're taking it away i was able to sort of like clock that without acting on it and just very rationally communicating that I don't have anything left I have to put earplugs in I'm going to bed but then also when I looked at him I was not only so convinced he was angry at me it was like his face turned into this like mask of like just like rage and like just like menace and like like unrecognizably like just just like threatening and even that moment I was like oh yo that's not actually this person's face and on one hand again I'm like listening to myself I was like wow like you sound completely again like just out to lunch but it really just felt so real to me and like I say this to say that like I you know for as much quote-unquote work as I've done as much as I've heard about like everyone's right to rest the fact that you don't have to earn it like all of this stuff and like meeting where yourself where you are with fatigue and even literature about the ways that sleep deprivation affects and worsens and like compounds like all of these other um you know conditions like autism and adhd and things like that and depression and anxiety even though i know all of these things i really really would prefer to convince myself otherwise and that it doesn't affect me this hardcore and so i say all of this to check in because you know it's friday we still have a weekend left with my my partner's family i'm in a lot of story around the things we have to do i'm in a lot of fear and dread and apprehension about what crowds are going to feel like around my shoulders i also know that i can do things that take care of myself which is like eat meals bring earplugs (laughs) um like dress comfortably And also really know that I can just like pull the ripcord and leave and go home at any point. Like I am always allowed to change my mind and I am not responsible at all for how people feel about that. Um, I don't know how this is actually going to be enacted. <laughs> or how successfully I will do it in real time when I am overtired and like at the Whitney at like four forty five on a Friday. But I'm gonna try and I offer all of this just as a like work in progress and just a reminder that every day is different. Sometimes every moment is different, and I just really, really with love and no forcefulness, just offer kindness gentleness specificity like curiosity like there is no way at least i found for me to have anticipated any number of these like things that like help me or what my true peccadillos are um they say that if you've met one autistic person you've met one autistic person and i really feel that about myself and and i also know that i change and so like checking in and really allowing things to shift iteratively and organically and gently slowly kindly is something that i'm moving towards and hoping to move closer to um okay so have a beautiful day and i'm sending a lot of love